The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Right now I want to welcome Nache to the phone. Did I pronounce that right, Nache? Yes. And you have twins. What age? Four years. Four years old. And what's going on with them? Um, well, they were born early at 27 weeks gestation. Okay, so they were preemies in the hospital for a while? Yes, my yeah. son, he's the one who had the, I would say, the, the roughest time. He's been sick since the day he was born. Oh, and what's going on with him when you say sick? Um, he has lung, he had lung issues. Um, he had problems with, you know, his muscle tone. He was always so tight physically. Yeah. He had a lot of, a lot of issues edema, a lot of issues. Okay, sorry to hear that. And so you have a son and a daughter, they're fraternal twins? Yes. Okay, and what's going on that that made you pick up the phone and give me a buzz? Um, the thing is, is that they started preschool. Okay. Um, I went to the preschool to do, you know, um, a meeting with the teachers, you right. know, just to get them an update on, you know, their progress. Right. And they just told me that Jeffrey is having these, you know, behavioral issues at school that I didn't know about. Yeah, for how long? Yeah, they said he's he's he has you know, you know, um, outbursts like random outbursts, and they don't. It's like they can't pinpoint the reason why he's having them. Okay. And they're saying that he's you know hitting hitting himself in the head or anything like that. Yeah. He does not present these behaviors at home. Okay, so what goes through your mind? Through, through my mind, I'm just saying, you know, it's hard to believe when nobody's telling me these things. Right. How long has it been going on, did they say? Um, they said since he started school. I would be livid as a parent if if yes. they had not told me. But the lividness doesn't get me anywhere, as you know, Nache. So, uh, you know, the, the thing is, how do I help him? How do I reach out to my son who's four years old, is fine at home? He's fine at home with his sister and you? Yes, he's a happy-go-lucky kid. Oh, I love it. I love it because that is very good news. If you have a happy-go-lucky kid, please hold on to that image of Jeffrey because you don't want to buy into, oh, my God, I've got a bad kid or something because then you will start seeing things. You know how when if, if someone says, if someone told me, Ellen, you don't look that good today, I might look in a mirror and look at a magnifying mirror to see everything that's wrong with me. Uh-huh. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to see the best in your kids and to have skills because we need to civilize our kids. They're not born civilized. You want skills to be able to help him out. So what do you, what, uh, do you think that it's just recent behavior? Or do you think, I don't know what she means. When she said it started since school began, does she mean at the beginning of this year? Or Yes, and she said he presents these behaviors every day. Some days are okay, and some days are really bad. Oh, I well, I would also be upset with myself because it's like, why didn't I check on this earlier? Uh, but if you don't suspect it, you don't ask the questions. So tell me what he's doing. Okay, they said that he wants, you know, he gets on the school bus every single day. Yeah. So, you know, when I put him on a bus, he's happy. He says bye-bye to me, and he smiles. He seems okay. Okay. But once they start to get him off the bus, 
they said he would just immediately start, you know, crying and giving them a hard time. Okay, so I would want to know right then and there, when someone cries, they usually don't just cry. They usually say words like, I miss mommy, or I want to go home, or um, I don't want to be with Joey at school today, or I miss my lunch, or, you know, what? Is, what's he saying? The thing is, is that the reason why they're in preschool is because of their speech delay. Okay. So they have learning difficulties. Yeah. So he can't speak very well? No. So the thing that they're working on, he's improving, but it's just they're telling me it's difficult for him to, you know, difficult for him to advance when he's just, you know, having these outbursts, random outbursts. Okay, so I I don't believe that, uh, you know, unless there's something medically wrong, and you did say there were a few problems, you know, you could have him medically checked out by your the pediatrician, uh, but unless there's something medically wrong, things don't tend to be random. I would, especially since he's doing well at home. Uh, so, Nashe, I would want to go in myself, if you haven't done it yet, and observe. Let me give you a quick story. Hey, i got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. <laughs> I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Uh, so, Nashe, I would want to go in myself, if you haven't done it yet, and observe. Let me give you a quick story. My daughter, I, I used to take her to um, ballet classes and she loved it. She had a lovely teacher who was playful. She, you know, at the age of four years old, she used to give them ribbons and uh, scarves to dance around with. And she made ballet so much fun for the kids. I mean, you and I would probably love doing it. Just, you know, dancing to music, very pretty. Then my daughter got the best teacher, in, one of the best teachers in the state. She got a new teacher, and all of a sudden, my daughter wants to quit, and she's not a happy camper. She doesn't want to, in quotes, get off the bus. She doesn't want to go. So I'm real curious. So guess what I did? So you observed. I went into one of her classes with this uh, top-notch ballet teacher, and I wouldn't want to spend one minute with this teacher. This teacher was so bad. I don't know. She got a reputation because she's good at ballet, but she's not good at teaching young kids. And she was so mean to the kids. And the, 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 there just wasn't the joy. She was rigid. She seemed indifferent to them or mean. And so I pulled my daughter out of that class right away. Now, you may not have that option, and it may not be a teacher. Who else could it be? Who else is in that class? Um, there are um, assistants that assist the teachers, the children. Yeah. Um, and there are therapists also. And he gets occupational therapy and speech therapy. So I would want to observe each of them. 
a few times, maybe even go in unannounced. I mean, you need to let them know that you'll be coming in. and But work with them. Tell them you want to work with them on the problem to see for yourself what's going on. You're curious. If he can talk at all or express himself even with pictures, does he draw at all? Even if yes, they're scribbles. Um, they scribbles. They have a device where they have pictures and he will you know, grab a picture and tell them, like, I want cereal or I want my snack or anything like that. So he communicates through pictures. Okay, so maybe he could write a picture of expressions, What's he? what he's feeling. There are pictures of different expressions that kids can have, you know, happy, sad. Um, I, I had a big poster of a, a cute kid who had all different moods on him, and you could point to the mood, what he's feeling. And if he's angry, he's feeling like something's not fair. What is not fair at school? That's what you're looking to find out. As a parent, instead of punishing him, you want to draw him out. If your daughter will talk or if one of the aides will talk, I would interview multiple people who are involved in his life, whether it's occupational therapy or speech therapy or the aides, and just ask for independent um, what they're observing and what they think is the cause because the more data you get the more likely you are to help him and I would also get what I would say is my favorite book in parenting Nache. I know we only have a moment left it's how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk I know he has difficulties but I think that would help you as a parent um, listen thank you so much for your call thank you and here's a little more from Dr. Kenner yes Yes! I'm going to be an actor. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to try this. I even tried to go to summer stock auditions last year, but of course my father wouldn't let me. For the first time in my whole life, I know what I want to do. And for the first time, I'm going to do it! Whether my father wants me to or not, Carpe Diem! Yeah, yeah, I'm it. And that's from Dead Poet Society. And have you ever had that relief in your life, whether it's with your father or your mother or your... Uh, maybe a parent, uh, I guess that is a parent, but um, maybe a teacher or something trying to tell you what to do with your life and you don't want to be on that track and yet you feel beholden, you feel guilty, you don't know how to speak up for yourself and finally you just break free and you say, I'm going for it, uh, what he calls carpe diem. And you go after your goal and can you do it without a lot of conflict inside if in your mind you've always felt beholden or chained to a parent, a mother or a father, or it could be an older sibling or a grandparent. You always felt like you had to live in the shadow of someone else's life and live your life the way they wanted you to live their life. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. If you're in love, you will take great interest in your partner's personal well-being. Showing mutual concern deepens your feelings of being valued by one another, and it's important to preserve each other's dignity while doing so. Showing concern for your partner's physical health in a way that's not belittling or paternalistic is important. This takes tact, and in some cases, subtlety. You and your partner should get regular checkups, including age and sex-appropriate tests. If a partner is resistant, a gentle reminder may do the trick. In other cases, a more direct approach may be needed. Honey, it would mean a lot to me if you got your annual checkup. 
You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.